Hey, welcome to the Strugonomics Podcast. Uh, this is going to be dealing with anxiety and addiction and how the two in my life have been related. So I hope you get some value out of this podcast. I hope it helps somebody who might be dealing with the same. And uh, yeah, we'll chat in a bit. So today I made a post um, about anxiety that I saw on Instagram. It was a repost. I forget the account, but um, it basically said, you know, what the anxious brain likes and what it dislikes. So, you know, an anxious brain likes a schedule, it likes routine, it likes knowing that it's safe. Um, and the opposite of that is, you know, unsafe situations, uh, big crowds, uh, which are too, like, you know, unsafe situations, I think that's pretty standard, but I've always, my entire life, just absolutely hated crowds. Um, I've been to a few concerts in my life, but nothing crazy. Um, but just that many people just has always, always driven me nuts. And if you, if I look back to it, you know, my social skills have increased quite a bit as I grew up. Um, I was a very anxious, shy, um, skinny kid who got picked on a lot. So just, you know, learning to be cool with yourself as, you know, people do as they grow up and, you know, you become more confident and ideally, hopefully if you're socialized properly, you, um, you, you get those social skills up. And for me, you know, it was, it was, pretty bad and i'm not saying i was scared of the world but i definitely was the type who you know i'd rather stay in and you know play on the computer and you know i i was very much an introvert who stayed home and you know i i could interact with people but you know not nearly the the level that i'm at now so um yeah customer service jobs thankfully just kind of fell into my lap and that kind of forced me to just learn uh how to deal with people and how to talk to people and you know that was my social skills training because I, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up and I spent a lot of time at myself, which I was fine with, but you know, eventually you have to go in the world you have to interact to get a job and whatnot. So yeah. Um, I mentioned on a previous podcast that my first job was at blockbuster video, which, you know, kind of beat, um, talking to people into me cause you had to, it was, you know, it's your job. You, you can't just run away when someone talks to you. So that was almost a trial by fire where it just, forced me to meet and interact with people and uh yeah it was great and i'm as shitty as some of those jobs i worked did they were very very good for me so just kind of going back to anxiety um uh, there's a account i follow called um blokes in mind that uh, commented on the, the post that i shared but you know she kind of said anxiety is you know human beings were an outdated model and how quickly society has changed and adapted particularly in the past 100 years you know we landed on the moon in 69 and you know, even 20 years ago you know some of the technology showing it to people from back then they, they, it would blow your mind every day there's something you know new crazy coming out and you know you, like everything from like tesla electric cars to a smartphone that i can record a podcast of me talking on and go up to the internet like you know 2000 me would have been like, what, what What the hell is that? What are you talking about? And even Instagram. So we are an outdated model and, you know, our brain is meant, it was, it's, 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 you know, a human, we're an evolved monkey. We, you know, for the longest time had to grow our own food, hunt our own food. Every day was, you know, trying to survive. And I'm not, you know, obviously we try and survive now, but there was no supermarket. There was, you know, you had to wake up and 
milk cows and do everything yourself. And, you know, even going back further, further, further on the uh, Serengeti, like you were looking out for, for lions and, you know, saber tooth tigers and shit like that. So your brain is not used to this 2020 world where, you know, it's like um, Shawshank Redemption where, you know, Brooks gets out of the prison, but he's been in for so long that he doesn't recognize the world. And, you know, he, he'd never seen a car before. So even just that, you know, one man's lifetime, how much the world had changed. And even that, and that was back then. So anxiety is a good response. It's there to protect you. It is there to save your life. But there's no tiger hiding around the corner anymore. So that part of your brain that was built to that, it, it, it's, it's trying to do its thing. It's trying to help you out and try to protect you. But there's no threat for it to detect so it just is constantly looking for threats so if you can do your best and just you know the, the google anxiety you know exercises that you can do where you know and, and just know yourself so for me if i'm feeling anxious it sounds stupid but go for a walk just you have that pent-up nervous energy and it's gonna make you feel so much better if you just go for a walk and just do something it's it's like an engine revving in neutral it, it, it can't it, it needs somewhere to go. So, you know, it's not going to fix completely, but just go for a walk around the block, take 15 minutes if you can, get away from someone and just physically do something and that'll reduce your anxiety quite a bit. Uh, I myself, I always have a, a journal. I, I don't leave the house without my backpack. I know I'm a 37-year-old man. I do not leave my house without my backpack. The way I am and how forgetful I am, I just, if it's not in the backpack, it gets forgotten at home. And I, I know I'm so bad for that, so... I always, always, always have a journal in my backpack with a pen ready to go. I don't even use it that much, but if I'm feeling anxious or something, you know, a cool idea pops into me or I have a sudden revelation and I don't want to forget it, write it down. And that makes me feel um, much better. For me, you know, I, I was a bartender for 11 years. So once I did the job, I you, you just step in the role. It's like comedians who, there's comics who've been doing this for 20 years. They still get stage fright every single time they go on stage. But once you step into that role, you're good. So I think that was a great uh, fake it till you make it thing being a bartender was all my anxiety would be pre-shift. So I'd spend, you know, if I worked at four, I would spend from two to four just being an anxious ball of whatever. And it sucked. But once you start doing the job, you're good. So, you know, that was kind of just a, a learning experience for me, and I love, love, love coffee. I First thing I do, you know, I have my espresso in the morning for my cheap little machine, and honestly, if I was left to my own devices, I could drink espresso all day, and I would probably die of a heart attack and explode. But one thing I found that really kicked my anxiety into overdrive, especially when working, was a lot of caffeine. Caffeine is... Nothing wrong with caffeine if you can handle it and if you know what you're doing. But for me, if I had any feelings of anxiety, caffeine just cranked them up to 10, which, of course, it's a stimulant and you're already anxious mind. And like I said, the tiger that doesn't exist has now gotten even bigger, who doesn't exist, but you're into your brain. So that was a big one for me. And um, alcoholism. So I'm an alcoholic. I am working on becoming sober. Uh, I was a daily drinker for... 10 plus years and basically at the start of covid i just realized i couldn't get sick i didn't have money you know i didn't know what was going to happen this is at the beginning so 
I took a day off drinking. The first day was tough. Second day was easier. Third day was easier. And then, honestly, I, I so I, I had not gone more than two days without drinking in, like I said, over a decade. So the fact that I just kind of rolled into it and, you know, figured out what worked for me. For me, it was, you know, medical marijuana and tea. Um, just, you know, it, it, it's a lesser of two evils. It took my mind off it. And I, I drew some stuff and, you know, watched YouTube, which is way better. So I, I, I'm saving money. I, I'm dealing with an issue and I'm doing something good for me. So alcoholism, ad- addictions and anxiety are really, really hand in hand. And if you do some research, it's just, it, it's, it's the root cause of so, so many addictions. So for me, I would be fine during the day. And I think this is why I liked working at night. I'd be fine during the day and then the sun would go down and I just felt trapped and stir crazy. And I don't know what it was, but every single night, that's what I would do. But to me, if you had a beer and then two, you felt a lot better. And, you know, beer, unfortunately, or alcohol in general has diminishing returns. It's, you know, the first three, you start to feel good, and then, you know, maybe you're a little funnier if you're talking to someone of the opposite sex. But then, you know, five, you become a bit more sloppy. Six, seven, eight, you know, she's not calling you back because you, you know, <laughs> threw up in front of her um, in the street. Uh, so, uh, but booze is, air quote, great at treating the anxiety because it makes it go away. But when you wake up the next day and that anxiety from the hangover, it just... It's, and it's a stupid, vicious cycle. So, you know, you feel anxious again, you drink again. And it was just a cycle I had just gotten so used to it. And, you know, the nights when I tried to take a night off, your brain becomes so used to the alcohol in your system that you can't sleep. So I'm trying to take a night off. I'm just trying to get back to normal, get sober. And I can't fall asleep till five in the morning. And when I do, I have the worst, most broken sleep I've ever had. So it was this kind of one of the others like which one do you pick do you pick you know tossing and turning or do you pick you know guaranteed lights out so you know just if you take one thing from all this is if you have anxiety it's normal it's far more common than we give credit for and just knowing that it's there find out just be more present find out what works for you find out what makes it worse find out what makes it better track it during the day if you have to. If it's 2 in the afternoon and you're feeling anxious, write it down. And if at 5 o'clock you don't, leave it alone. And at this point, I don't know if you could hear Winston in the background wanting to be let out. So I'm going to end on a 10-minute note. And I hope you guys have a great day and I hope this was helpful for you.